0: network news where we give you a new perspective
1: on events happening in our world today
0: this is gnn
2: this is god network news episode 61 This podcast is proudly listed at PodcastPickle.com. Welcome, God Network News fans, to another episode of this wonderful podcast, God Network News, GNN. We thank you very much for coming back and listening to each of our episodes. We trust you'll be blessed by the stories that we've gathered from around the world. Today we have a really exciting interview with Chris Cruzen, a film producer that has done many wonderful films, and he's going to be telling us about a film he recently produced, the award-winning film. Called Sabina K, which was done specifically for Bosnian Muslims and part of the twenty twenty vision that we in Creator International have started and are facilitating. So this is a very exciting interview with an award winning producer director named Chris Krusen, very good friend of ours. to another episode of God Network News. Today we have the exciting Cristobal Cruzan, a film producer. Of, and also in the studio today, I'm very excited to have my lovely wife, Carol Conkey. Carol, say a couple of words.
0: Yes, we're privileged to be with Chris and his wife, Cheryl, in their home here in Minnesota. And hearing about all the great cross-cultural film experiences he's had and just overnight won't... Um, contain all the wonderful stories he's had over the 27 years. He's been a part of messenger films. And so we wanted to hear and to share with you some of the great stories that he has on his heart
2: and God network news fans. Carol is going to help me with this interview and she's got a few questions on her heart and mind that she'll be asking through it as well. Uh, But Cristobal has been involved with making films for many years. How many years now have you been making films? Well, 30. 30 yeah. years. And he was involved in producing an amazing series of films that you might know about uh, called More Than Dreams. And this is a series of five testimonies and dramatization reenactments of five amazing testimonies of Muslims from Turkey, Egypt, Indonesia, Nigeria. Nigeria, And there's one more. I forget what it was. Iran. Iran. That's right, Iran. And so this has been used all over the world. Uh, I know many media ministries and evangelistic ministries have been utilizing these films to great effect. And many people come, many Muslims coming to into the kingdom uh, as a result of it. So we're so excited to have you on the show today. Thank Akisabal. you. First of all, and I'm going to call you Chris for short, if it's okay, since we're good friends. And uh, I was just wanting to ask you, of all of the different films that you've done, the, these particular five in this series, which one stands out to you to to have like an interesting story or something that was unusual that God did?
1: Well, you could say that all five have special qualities about them, like five children, you know. Yeah. And a good parent does not... Uh, Prefer one child over another, right? That's right. So each had its unique challenges, each had its special rewards, uh, each has its own (laughs) stories, if you will. I think my favorite of the five that you you mentioned is the one from Indonesia.
2: Oh, right,
1: okay. You know, the other four are done in a docudrama format or style Mm. where you have the real person talking and then Mm. you do reenactments of the past and what they're talking about. The Indonesian story uh, was not that way. It was just more a straight narrative exposition of the story, mm-hmm. sandwiched between uh, or bookended between the, the main character being on a train, the train mysteriously coming to a stop. She tells her story during that stop to a passenger s- seated across from her. Yeah, that's right. When the story ends, the train magically comes back to life and, <laughs> and starts to move on back down the track. And it's just a nice forty-two or three-minute movie, yeah. And it's it's my favorite of of those five. But you know, again, I think all of them are special, and it was a real honor and privilege to work on all of them.
2: Yeah, I think we met uh, actually the 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 actual gal uh, that the story was about, and uh, when we were in Indonesia, <clears throat> and you mentioned something about her being. Not being an actor before. Or... Right, right. Yeah. I
1: call her my discovery.
0: Oh, right. Because
1: uh, I took a gamble having her play herself, which was the lead role. I mean, mm-hmm. She was absolutely the main character, you know, but had never acted before. So I took a really big risk in choosing her to play that part. What if she just couldn't do it, you know? Oh, right. But I had a strong sense that she could and uh, gave her just a little audition, as, if I recall correctly, have her, had her read, it, read a few lines mm-hmm. from the script. And I just had a sense that she was actually the right person to play the part. Mm-hmm. That combined with ha- holding auditions in Jakarta, and not I didn't really find a, uh, an actress that I thought could do better. Mm-hmm. And that was professional actors coming to the audition. Wow, wow. I, I just didn't have peace about that particular role and it's the, mm-hmm. the the main part of the film. Yeah. We did find all our other actors that way though. So yeah. the acting quality of that story is is very high. Yeah, we worked good. with yeah, local Indonesian actors who were professional actors and did a fantastic job. Some were non-professional perhaps, you know, some of the real small characters. She took it on, played the part and she did so well that I Jokingly, half-jokingly said, I've discovered you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> now you're going to go on and be a great actress somewhere in the world. I don't know that she's done that. I don't know that that interested her particularly.
2: I think she has done... She has gone on to do some more films. No kidding. Uh, with, there in uh, Indonesia. Okay. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, honestly, I've worked with so many actors, professional and non-professional, over the years, and she had a real gift. Oh, she truly... Cool has a gift.
2: And it was her story, too. And that it was, was her amazing story. amazing thing, how she came to know Jesus.
1: Yes, yes. And very touching. Her performance mm-hmm. was just so touching.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the fact that it was her story that she was portraying made it even more special.
0: Can you tell us some of the results of those that have watched this film? in the one you did, More Than Dreams, in Indonesia, have you heard some of the people's comments, how it impacted their life?
1: Yes, I, I, uh, I haven't been closely involved in that aspect of things, but I have heard stories from Dini, the mm-hmm, yeah. actress we're talking about. Somehow or other, she was in Brazil. Mm. I don't know how that all happened, but showed the movie in Brazil, and just hundreds of people were touched, and I guess many gave their lives to oh, the Lord. That's amazing. Yes, uh, I've heard of stories from Africa, uh, not 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 necessarily with this story, but remember it's five stories in right. the one movie. So oh, it's just interesting how uh, there's a little something there for everybody, yeah. as they say, right? That's so true. You know, perhaps perhaps the background is one of uh, abuse. You know, perhaps it was a woman abused by her husband. Well, she can relate to uh, the Turkish story, mm-hmm. for example, or someone who has a problem with drugs or alcohol. The Turkish story. Right. Uh, someone who has a Issues surrounding persecution, religious persecution, the Nigerian story, mm. right. uh, or someone from the Middle East, say, who's from uh, the, the the Gulf states or right. even Saudi Arabia, you know, where Mecca is, yes. you know, yeah. it's unthinkable that someone from there would become a Christian, isn't it? And yet, mm. someone steeped in the religion of Islam and wholly yeah. dedicated to serving Allah mm. would come to that kind of a change of heart, you know, as mm-hmm. the Egyptian man did. He was yeah. actually a terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, was a, he was training and uh, carrying out terrorist um, missions. Nothing to do, by the way, with ISIS. This, mm-hmm. His story goes back to probably Al-Qaeda.
2: the 1980s, yeah.
1: even predating Al-Qaeda, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, there's a, as I say, there's a little something there for everyone. And The Iranian story was about a man suffering from depression, a young man, right? Uh, and it's just a you know a human a human interest story, that's f- for everyone. Yeah, a- anyone can relate to.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's a, one of the things I really like about these. What links them together is all of these folks have had a dream or a vision encounter with Christ, as their heart has been in deep need, crying out to God, and so that's sort of a thread that links them together. But each of these stories also has a lot of deep social need and personal need that's coming out and uh you can you know people can relate to that so i think it's had a, a tremendous uh, effect
0: can and you tell us a little bit why did you call it more than dreams what yeah. was the significance of that
1: sure uh well i can say that 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 is my idea the title <laughs> you know not every writer director actually right. thinks of the title of his movie somebody else comes up with a good title you know <laughs> But I'll take credit for that, I did come up with the title. I did come up with the title, and it came from the scripture in the book of Acts. Well, in the book of Acts, it's referring back to the Old Testament, where it says in the Old Testament, the prophet Joel, in talking of this future time, he said, he wrote or declared as a prophet, that speaking with the voice of the Lord, with the authority of the Lord, he said, your old men, shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions Mm -hmm. referring to this future messianic time Mm -hmm. and so I took uh the title from that scripture and I called it more than dreams because the uh the 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 movie deals with more than just this supernatural aspect of a dream It, it goes into the the matter of salvation, the matter of redemption, of, of uh, spiritual transformation. Mm-hmm. So everybody has dreams, right? And then you hear people say, I oh, it was just a dream, so don't worry about it. Or in the Muslim culture, where dreams are taken very seriously, yes. uh, you better worry about it. You yeah, better get to right. the bottom of that yeah, and figure right. out what, what that dream means. Exactly. And so the title is saying, in effect, this experience, that you had, this dream you had, in some cases a vision, like Dini's story was not a dream, it was Mm -hmm, a vision. It's something more than just an ordinary dream. Mm -hmm. It is deeply, deeply significant and life-changing.
2: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that comes across very powerfully in the presentations.
0: I would just like to ask for your encouragement, like as far as you being a cross-cultural film producer and you had great success, in the more than dreams and you've gone on to do other films. What's your encouragement to people who are saying, oh, I have a heart for media and a heart for um, missions, but how can I combine those two to be a cross-cultural media missionary using films as my medium for evangelism?
1: Well, movies are popular worldwide. You can go back to the time of Charlie Chaplin Mm -hmm. and silent films. And take note that he was wildly popular everywhere in the world. Uh, People relate in a a universal sense to the moving image. Of course, nowadays we also have sound, so you can add in music and so forth to the picture side. Um, So you really are, right from the beginning, if you're, say, stepping out into the mission field with film or media as your calling card, you're starting off with an enormous advantage, in my view, because people love movies.
0: Right.
1: Film being a universal language, you know, you're already ahead of the game. Missionaries typically go to language school, right? Sometimes for years, and they still struggle with the language. The best time to learn a language is when you're a child. So you have people in their 20s, 30s and older trying to learn a foreign language. It's just painful. But with film, you, you're, you're drawing people, you're attracting people. People are certainly curious, right? I like to compare movies to the, to the concept of sitting around the campfire hearing a story. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like to sit around the campfire and hear a story?
2: Yeah, stories are important.
1: Every culture, everybody on this planet loves to hear a story. Mm-hmm. That's how we are as human beings. So you start with something like that that's universal and cherish it, protect that, um, nurture it. Think of ways of doing that and doing it in a non-threatening atmosphere and so forth. You know, invite people. You have something to show, to share, and it's beautiful and fun and entertaining and enlightening and uplifting. Uh, so, So you have that, and then I would say Do everything with love. Start from a position uh, of love. And start from a position of humility. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Don't assume out of the box that your way is the best, that you know everything and they don't, that you're only sending and they're only receiving. Be a listener. Have your ears open, your eyes open, your heart Mm -hmm. open. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to go to school to love, you don't get a degree from a school that certifies you to love other people. That's right. You know, that's something God gives us, so cherish that, nourish that, nourish that spirit and attitude of love and respect. And then look for the story. Mm. I remember one of my earliest films, which I made in Mexico, Uh, because I speak Spanish, I, I had an idea as a fairly new Christian, and, and um, a, you know, a very new Christian filmmaker as well, that my first film would be, and uh, I'd make a film in Mexico where I'd lived before I spoke the language and, mm. and I had a lot of contacts and friends. And I thought, well, let me just go to Mexico and find a good story that I could make into a film. And I interviewed hundreds of, uh, well, maybe not hundreds, but over a, it was over 100 mm. people yeah. that I actually talked to on that two and a half, three week trip to hear their story and uh, some told me the story very very briefly like one or two sentences others were m- more detailed uh, I heard a lot of interesting stories but I ended up picking one eventually mm. the story of Felipe and I made a movie called Ropa Nueva para Felipe which means Felipe's New Clothes mm. and that was the movie that launched my career as a cross-cultural filmmaker if mm. you want to put it that way yeah we made it in Spanish. We made it with all Mexican cast, and we filmed in Mexico completely. Right. And at the end of the day, we had a, a film that was entirely authentic. It was culturally authentic. It mm. was, I believe the word is autochthonous, <laughs> or yeah. it was indigenous. It, yes, it, it yes. felt, it looked, it breathed, everything about it was felt Mexican. Right. And And the people loved it. They embraced it because I took the pains to make a movie that they could relate to, that was a story from them, so to say, from their culture. Uh, I, I made the movie with people that they would recognize, so to say, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, as being from their own group, playing all the parts. Yeah. And, and, and then I tried to tell a story that I thought would have appeal on the basis of being a good story. Yeah. And lo and behold, People in Brazil like the movie. Wow. People in in uh, Africa like mm. the movie. Even people in Spain, surprisingly mm. enough, like the movie. Even though it dealt with very poor, hum- humble Mexican peasant-like yeah. people, and the yeah. the stereotype yeah. is that the European Spaniard looks down on the lowly Mexicans, and perhaps that does exist. Mm. But for some reason, this movie, this humble little inexpensive movie we made touched a chord in the lives of a lot of Spaniards, right. European That's Spaniards. Wow. Yeah, uh, because it was telling a, a human interest story. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to what I said at the outset, story is universal. Yeah. We all we all love a story, and, and a story that can touch our heart, our emotions, cause us to think and reflect and ponder. And then a movie that, in, in the case of a Christian, a movie that will... Cause people to think of eternal things, spiritual things. Yeah,
2: that's right. Wow, that's wonderful. You know, I was thinking about what you said about being indigenous and how important that is. As we've interviewed a number of people involved in filmmaking, you know, bringing the gospel to other peoples, and some have never heard of Jesus before. That seems to be such a key, key element of making a film that's effective because when you use. Something that is from another culture, or something is quite foreign, it's obvious right. it's foreign. Yeah. And even if you put it in their language or whatever, it still is a foreign film. Yeah, it's
1: and suspect in a sense. It, yeah,
2: in a sense, it, it sort of reinforces that stereotype that Christianity is a foreign religion, yeah. and Jesus is a foreign God. Mm-hmm. But when you do something like what you're describing, an indigenous film, a film for and by and of the people, then there's that excuse is gone. You That's know right. that that barrier, that bridge is burnt, so to speak. Right. And there's just no excuse. You've got to take the story right. uh, on its merits. That's right. And the truth impacts people. Yeah.
1: Jesus told us to go into all the world and announce the good news, right, and mm-hmm. broadcast the good news to every person on the planet. Yeah. I cannot help but imagine that he would, that he does rejoice because that film is going to draw people to hear the good news. That's right.
2: Wow, that's fantastic, Chris. We're so excited to have had you on this episode. Thank you so much for coming and being with us on God Network News.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure, Calvin. Carol, thank you so much.
0: Great to be with you, Chris. Exciting stories.
1: Bless you.
2: did not send his son into this world to condemn it, but to save it. This truly is good news.